Hi, beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here. It is, uh, I believe, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, and um, I'm here just to give you guys a brief update. I do have episodes coming for you guys, but as you know, I am located in Texas, Dallas to be specific, and I am in the middle of a massive winter storm that has um we don't we're not getting any more snow but there's a lot of damage that has been done and so I am doing a lot of work um from my home that is uh contributing to helping people get into get food get shelter get warming stations etc and so um I will have more episodes coming for you guys but I wanted to give you guys a brief update I've received a lot of emails I received a lot of um texts people are uh wondering if we're okay if everything is good and I know I have a lot of supporters from all over the world and so I want to give you a brief update about what's going on in Texas um a brief a brief the brief update I mean I'm sure right now you can read about a lot that is going on but what is going on is basically failure of leadership um there has been a this is not something that just happened it's not a one-off this is something that has been in the making due to poor leadership due to the privatization of our electricity due to having a electric provider um, organization cancel, uh, or council that is not even in Texas, um, due to people who are choosing to, Basically, the deregulation of the electricity that occurred in the early 2000s is the reason that we are here. Texas is the only, only state in the USA, in in the United States, that is basically standalone, which, which means we do not, we're not able to get assistance from other states federally when it comes to things like this because of the deregulation and the privatization of the electricity. And so there's so many things that have happened and me starting in an industry, I did start, I did work as an electric, y'all know I have a lot of work history. Um, but when I originally started to learn about deregulation was in 2004, 2005. And I had to study it because I was working for at the time Reliant Energy and they weren't in Texas. They were just coming to Texas. They were a new provider and they were primarily in Houston. And so there was a lot that I had to learn. And there were a lot, this was before there was a power to choose. There was a a lot of things that were happening. We only had, you know, um, limited information, but this is because the state chose to go more independent and segregate themselves from everyone else, which means that we are alone in, in things like this. There's not a lot that other states can do to help lend a hand when it comes to electricity because we are privatized, right? Much like our prisons. But anyway, that's another story. And I will get on that later. But that is not the reason why 
I wanted to um, have this episode. I just wanted to give you guys a brief update about what is going on. Yes, we received tons and tons and tons of snow. And if you have ever been to Texas, if you're familiar with Texas, we are not accustomed to snow. We, we get snow. The last time we got snow was 2013. And then before that, it was 2011 at this magnitude. But it was not this way. It was a lot of snow. We were snowed in. We were sleeted in. But this is different. This is different because we have, there were supposed to be rolling blackouts. And which is understandable when you're trying to preserve energy, but you should have generators to kick in. And no one, no one, no one, no one should have been without electricity for days and days and days. And my family, my family actually was affected by this as well. And so on top of there being no electricity, on top of there being no, um, you don't have heat. People were doing anything in their, in their, anything in their power to just stay warm. Right. And that means putting themselves in dangerous situations by sitting in their cars, in their garages, which caused people to die due to carbon monoxide. There is just so much that has been happening. People were bringing fire uh, pits, uh, like grills inside their homes, trying to keep their homes warm. They, I mean, just so many different things because people went into panic mode and which is understandable because we're not accustomed to this. But also I want you guys to think about this every single day. You live your life oblivious to the things that can happen. And it's a blessing that I come from, you know, a family and I have people who are military because they, they, they force us almost to prepare for Armageddon almost. But it's, it's a way to think about your life. Everything is electronics. Everything is just normally at our fingertips and we're used to that. We're not accustomed to the bare minimum. We're not, we're, we're very privileged in that way. And so here we are dealing in situations where your homes, your milk, people who have all these money in these homes that doesn't keep you warm. The food that you have in your refrigerator is not keeping you fat because you can't cook it because gas stoves. So I thank God for grandparents who have fireplaces and my grandparents who have gas appliances as well as electric because you need that in times when you can't use anything. On top of the electricity um, being shut out, people have been without electricity for days and days and days. That means that you have local grocery stores had to close. They had to met. They had to make corporations that were not essential clothes and shut down their electricity because they were still operating out of empty buildings with lights on when people in residential areas don't have lights. And so the greed was prominent. The, the, what well, is prominent, the have and have nots is prominent. You're going to hear stories and you probably have already heard stories about people who are saying that they have not, um, Certain areas are not being affected by 
certain areas are not being affected by the blackouts. And that is true. A lot of areas are not being affected by blackouts, but it also has to do with the red lining. And it also has to do with the fact that if you're close to a hospital, if you're close to police stations, if you're close to major things that are essential to livelihood, then your electricity would be on those particular generators, which means if anything were to happen to those particular establishments, um, you too would be affected or safe. So there's a lot of different things that are going on right now. There are a lot of different people who are struggling to grasp it all on top of working through a pandemic. We are still in the midst of pandemic. This is COVID. Okay. And on top of COVID, you have this you know, people are homeless. People have nowhere to go. And so you're telling people to wear a mask. People are not wearing a thing of worrying about that. Like they're wanting to keep warm. Yes. It probably will be the safest way because people are trying to keep warm, but this is something that is, is very dangerous. And it, 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 people have died literally in, in car accidents, people have died. People have died when it has come to, um, hyperthermia. People have died due to carbon monoxide. People have died because they're starving. People have died, you know, just all kind of things are happening and it is just not safe. It is literally like living in a third war country. We have been put under a boiling water Miranda, which means that you must boil your, boil your water before you use your water because it's not safe. It's toxic. Um, it's not filtered. So we're really living in a time that's very, very difficult and it's very, very unsafe. Um, so what I want to say to you guys is if you are in a space where you are um, privileged enough, not, and this has nothing to do with race. This is just privilege as far as being in a position to where you're not suffering in this moment, count your blessings because there are a lot of people who are, and if you're able to lend a hand, if you're able to assist people, if you're able to help people in any kind of way, please do so because people need it. People are going to need it. We are going now three, four days with people not having lights people. And then, you know, ERCOT is telling us who is our electric, you know, Council of Texas telling us that they have no idea when it'll be resolved. They're trying, they're doing what they can, but then you have our governor who is very incompetent on the, on, on the media trails talking about green energy, green energy. For those who don't know, makes up less than 10% of the energy that we use. Most of our energy in Texas is used through coals, through gas and oil. So let's be honest. And let's speak truth and let's look at the facts. Do not get discarded, distracted, and uh, discouraged in what is being said. Because one thing that is not being said is the truth. This has nothing to do with green energy. Mind you, we didn't even sign up for that particular policy. This state is not green. This state has not been green. And this is not something that just happened overnight. This is something that they were well aware of. Our leadership has been aware of it. Our leadership has known about this. And again, this is something that has been started since the early 2000s. Okay. So um, I do also want to share with you guys 
you guys know I work very closely with uh, several organizations out of Dallas, Texas, mainly for Oak Cliff. And so I want you guys to know that we have a warming station that is currently under that is currently open. It's been open since 10 30 a.m. Central Time. Um, and it will be open until 5 30. It's the former YMCA on Let Better Drive. If you follow me, if you follow me on Facebook, I highly suggest you do. If you haven't, please do, because I have been sharing tons and tons and tons of resources that I have for you guys so that you can have food, so that you can get places to warm up, so that you can um, be able to clean yourself up and access the things that you're needing during this time. Also numbers to call for places that can assist you as well. I share a lot of free resources because during this time, there are a lot of price gouging. People are really doing the most when it comes to pricing and when it comes to trying to really like uh, come up on a quick dollar. So I, I really honor those people who do things for free, but I also value those who, who are willing, who want to charge you, but are not overcharging you. So I've shared spaces. I've shared places where people in Fort Worth, Texas are literally delivering firewood to you for free, free firewood and delivering it to you in Dallas. So please, if you have not already follow me on Facebook, I'm under Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I Jones, or um, the Dallas Hope Dealer. You can find me, Beamish Avery, Dallas Hope Dealer. I am on the internet, okay? Also, I'm on Instagram. I am Beamish Avery, B-M as in Mary, I-C-H as in Harry, A-V as in Victor, E-R-Y. I am also sharing tons of resources on Instagram as well. So I have... Um, I, even though I'm here dealing through, going through my own, trying to, to get better with my health, um, due to COVID, I am still doing the work. I'm still working. I'm still trying and pushing and helping as many people as I possibly can. If you are, um, needing any resources and you, you're needing me to help in any kind of way, please email me at team B M I C H A V is in Victor E R Y at gmail.com. And I am trying to respond to as many people as I possibly can. But if I cannot, please follow me, please, please. I think I have maybe a spot for like five more people on my personal page on Facebook, but the like page is up and I'm sharing the same information there as well, as well as, um, as well as on Instagram. I have a lot of people that follow me in the city that are influential people as far as like really legislation people, people who do a lot of things in the politics, people do a lot of things in every arena. I, I really value being a resource. So it's very important for me to make sure I make those connections so that in times like this, I can help you guys. So I have a lot of people who are on my, on my page and who can help. Um, I have friends who are working with, uh, news stations who are actually on the front lines who are dealing with this. So shout out to Erica who works for ABC. I love you. A, um, Erica is just, is just a beautiful soul and a beautiful spirit. And she sacrifices so much to Shara who works for WFAA in Dallas. I love you. I love you. I love you. And thank you for all that you do as well. 
These are people who are on the front lines, who are reporting these things and who are trying to keep you in the know of what's going on in the streets. Um, when it comes to the, I say in the streets, but what keeps you in the community, keeps you, um, uh, updated. So please, please, please follow me guys. This is not a, this is not a, a time of, um, to be prideful. This is not a time to say, Oh, I'm good. No, if you're not good, you're not good. Please let me know so that I can help you because no one can help anybody if you don't say you need help. And I can only reach out to how, how many people, you know, I'm only one person. So please let me know. Please contact me. Please, um, please let me know how I can assist any of you. This is a very, very, very unprecedented time. Um, for those of you who do follow me on social media, you've also seen some of the, the pictures. I posted pictures of the snow from my living room because I, I can't get out there, but I, I did go to my patio. Um, and I've, I've shown you so you guys can kind of see what we're dealing with just in our community and, and, and just kind of see how it's just a different, it's just different. And, and, and yeah, it's just different. So I want you guys to stay safe. I want you to stay, um, prayed up, please, 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 please stay prayed up and take care of your health, take care of your mental health, take care of your emotional health, take care of your spirit, because that is really what's carrying us through this right now. Okay. So I wanted to give you guys an update. I wanted to let you know what was going on in the city. And I also wanted to let you know that I'm okay also give you access to the tools that you guys are needing because you need them. You need them. And if you don't need them, somebody, you know, needs them. So please share, please, um, let people know that we're here. We're trying to help them as much as we can. We've opened the former YMCA building and we have, um, we're allowing people to come in and get food and showers and, and things like that. So please people, Please take advantage of everything that's available to you because it's important. Okay. So I love you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, until I, I will post another uh, episode for you guys, but this one was more for informational purposes. Okay. So I love you guys. Thank you guys for everything that you do. Please stay safe. Please stay warm and, uh, please stay connected. Okay. So until our next daily dose, guys. Bye.